Hello, my friend. Why don't you stop what you're doing? Because this is Pat Boone, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready, it's time for On Screen and Beyond, and we've got a great show coming your way this week. This is episode 432 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, it's our holiday movie preview for movies coming your way. Not all of them, just some of the blockbusters coming your way November and December for the holiday season. And uh, we've got a lot of things coming away. So we got trolls, we've got aliens, we've got uh, superheroes, we've got war, we've got everything coming your way, it seems like. And it's all coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And our special guest, Pat Boone, is going to be joining us. Of course, Pat has been a hit in the music world, on TV, on movies, everything he's done, and he's still going strong. He is in Boonville Redemption. That's a new movie that is coming out. And uh, also, you can look for uh, in that movie. Now, get ready for this because it sounds like a, uh, uh, a guest list here at On Screen and Beyond because a lot of the people in the movie have been here in the past on On Screen and Beyond. Uh, we have Ed Asner in the movie, Diane Ladd, and Richard Tyson, along, of course, with, like I said, Pat Boone. It's called Boonville Redemption. It's a good movie. Check it out. It's coming your way. We'll give you some more information on that. And Pat's going to talk about it. It's all coming up this week on On Screen and Beyond. Let's get right into it. It's time to find out what's coming your way as far as the holiday movies, as far as remakes. That's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, as far as our holiday movie preview, it looks like Trolls is going to be coming your way. It's going to jump from toys to being remade into a movie on November 4th. And this animated movie, it's uh, quite a movie. It's going to have the voice talents of Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, Russell Brand, and so many others. Be sure to check that one out. That's Trolls. And... Doctor Strange is going to jump from the comic books to the big screen. It also was a movie back a few years back, but they're making it into a blockbuster, and it's starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Rachel McAdams. So be sure to check that one out also on November 4th. And let's see here. We've also got, what's this? Uh, the game, Assassin's Creed. It's going to be going from a game, a video game, to the silver screen on December 21st, and it stars Michael Fassbender. And that's it for Remake Madness as far as the holiday movie preview. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as new movies in the holiday season. On our holiday movie preview, as far as upcoming new movies, Hacksaw Ridge on November 4th from director Mel Gibson, tells a heroic story set in Okinawa during World War II, and it stars Andrew Garfield. And let's see, the sci-fi thriller Arrival with Amy Adams arrives on November 11th, and Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them arrives on November 18th with sort of a prequel 
to the Harry Potter stories. November 23rd, you can look for Disney's Moana, new animated movie. It's going to be starring the voice of Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. And also on November 23rd, Christmas is going to be coming our way. Bad Santa 2 is going to be hitting theaters. And on December 9th, Office Christmas Party. That sounds like a lot of fun. It arrives with Jennifer Aniston and Jason Bateman. And let's see, also the animated movie Sing will be hitting theaters on December 21st. So we got a lot of good things coming your way. And what about sequels coming your way this holiday season? Well, stick around. We've got it next right here on On Screen and Beyond. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Screen and Beyond gives you Sequel City, and as far as sequels, there's not a whole lot really coming our way this holiday season, but the one that's coming is going to be a blockbuster. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, will be arriving from a galaxy far, far away on December 16th. And that's it for sequels. And, of course, like I've always said, there's a lot of other movies that are going to be great. They're going to be coming out during the the holiday season, but these are just a few of the blockbuster ones that everybody's been excited about, and that'll be coming your way, but be sure to check out the others too, and we'll give you a report on that as far as uh, November releases, of course, right here on On Screen and Beyond, and December releases, Uh, but it'll include some of these because these are the blockbusters, and that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to find out what's coming your way as far as some of the blockbusters coming your way on DVD and Blu-ray as far as movies. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Blockbuster movies coming out on DVD this holiday season. Let's see, what do we have? November 1st, Star Trek Beyond with Chris Pine will be arriving. And November 15th, Finding Dory with Ellen DeGeneres will be arriving. And The Secret Life of Pets hits DVD and Blu-ray on December 6th. And Suicide Squad will be hitting DVD and Blu-ray. And, of course, you know, digitally and everything else on December 13th. And that's it for movies on DVD coming our way in November and December as far as the holiday season. And, of course, like I said, many others coming out. But those are just a few of the big ones that were in theaters and now are coming to Blu-ray and DVD. And that's it. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. This is a big story right here. As far as TV, Carol Burnett is returning to TV. She's going to be starring in a new comedy, currently untitled. And she's going to be playing an older actress who sells her extravagant home to a family who can't even afford that type of home but the stipulation is she has to be able to live in the house with them until she dies and the show is going to be on abc so keep out uh, a lookout for that one because that's going to be a good one carol Burnett, it's good to see her coming back to tv 
And let's see, Nashville returns to TV on CMT, and it's going to be premiering on January 5th. That's it for TV and entertainment time. And coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake if you get a tummy ache and you moan and groan and woe. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> Celebrity Birthdays. Well, we have a few here. Uh, October 24th, Kevin Klein turns 69. And on October 25th, Katy Perry turns 32. October 26th, Seth MacFarlane turns 43. On October 27th, John Cleese turns 77. And on October 28th, Julia Roberts turns 49. October 29th, Richard Dreyfus, 69. And October 30th, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, turns 71. And as far as listener birthdays, let's see. Cynthia Kay of Newark, New Jersey, turns 43 on October 27th. If you, a friend, or a relative are going to be having a birthday coming up, be sure to send us the information here at On Screen and Beyond. Send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will all be wishing you, all over the world, listeners from On Screen and Beyond, and we'll wish you a very happy birthday. That's it for listener and celebrity birthdays. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have an amazing guest and a celebrity who has spanned time. He has spanned every aspect of entertainment. He has been a number one hit singer. He's had many hits. In fact, he was the second largest singer rated by Billboard in the 50s, only behind Elvis. And he had TV shows. He had movies. And he's been in a lot of movies. And he is still going, even in his 80s. He has a new movie coming out called Boonville Redemption. It's a Western. And it also stars Ed Asner, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, Diane Ladd, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond, and Richard Tyson, past guest here at On Screen and Beyond. And you want to check it out. It's a good film. And it's called Boonville Redemption. We're going to talk about that and so much more with Pat Boone next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is a singer, actor, TV personality, and so much more. He has had hit songs such as April Love and Ain't That a Shame, and he starred in movies including April Love and State Fair, and his latest movie out on DVD and video on demand on November 8th is Boonville Redemption. It's Pat Boone. Pat, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Uh, hi, Brian. Good to be with you. And, uh, and I'm, I must say I'm kind of surprised at this occasion because uh, I thought I was through making movies and I wouldn't be calling people at all about <laughs> any movies that I'd made in recent months or years. But I suddenly find with faith-based films uh, on the rise, a lot of people are, are producing films with faith messages, family mm -hmm. messages, and they're doing really well, and I'm in three of them. Wow. And so one of them that I've spent the most time and effort on is called Boonville Redemption. 
And it's not about me at all. It's about a town in Northern California, or at least it takes place there. Uh, and it's called Boonville, without the E, just B-O-O-N-V-I-L-L-E. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, it was um, settled and created originally by a descendant of Daniel Boone, because I know that D. Boone didn't usually put an E on the end of his name. Oh, okay. And that means that his name, Boone, B-O-O-N, is the Anglo-Saxon word for blessing. The king granted a boon to his subjects, or so-and-so is a boon to his profession. Mm-hmm. Of course, we won't talk about boondoggles and boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe that's um, perhaps uh, something uh, <laughs> with the absence of blessing. But anyway, this town exists, and the, and the movie takes place uh, in Boonville, and it's kind of a western many years ago. And the minister in the local church is shot dead in the first three minutes of the film on a weekday while the ladies are having um, their Bible study on a beautiful day out in the yard in front of the church. And there's this gunshot, and they come in, and somebody has killed the pastor. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, the viewers and the townspeople have a pretty good hunch of who did it, but they don't know why. And besides, he's kind of the town tyrant, and he he owns half the town and and employs a lot of the people, and he just rules the roost. So, uh, not many people, if any, would uh, would talk up back to him, except the town doc, played by Pat Boone, <laughs> who is a 80 year old doctor, Doc Woods, and uh, since I officiated and helped most everybody in the town get born i've kept up with them and uh my character that is and uh and a lot of the screen uh, the script and film centers around a young girl who you she's talking at the beginning of the film and she's just 13 and she was born out of wedlock hardly knows what that means but she knows that the ladies in the town uh, look down on her and say things behind her back, and she feels guilty, but she doesn't know why. And of course, she she isn't, isn't guilty for anything. But it's a it's a wonderful story, and a lot of good morals in it. And uh, they discovered there was an 80 year old guy who could uh, still remember his lines, <laughs> <laughs> and they got me to play Doc Wood. Wow. Yeah. Now, and, and the the rest of the cast too is this film has a great cast. You got Ed Asner, you got Diane yeah. Ladd, you got Diane you, Ladd. and mm-hmm. uh, Richard Tyson is in it. The, actually, yeah. all those people have been guests here on On Screen and Beyond in the past. Oh, have they? Yes. Oh. Well, yeah, you're right. It's a wonderful cast, and then a good uh, director writer, Don Schrader, and Judy Bell. She wrote the screenplay, and she's written a lot of good things. In fact, she wound up. She liked her screenplay so much, she went ahead and and, uh, and and sort of fleshed it out into a book, a novel. Wow. So we're, we're, we have high hopes for the movie because it does uh, contain a number of fibers running through the film uh, of Christian principles. And, of course, if you go back a number of years, as this script does... You're living in a time when most people expected and expected others to live by Judeo-Christian principles and morality and 
and treat others according to the golden rule. And when somebody really got out of line terribly, it uh, it sent shock waves. And well, I'm, look, <laughs> across America today, we're experiencing a lot of those shock waves as people are killing police mm-hmm. for yeah. no apparent reason other than that they are police. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're we're having to cope with things that are really uh, our world or part of our environment uh, uh, going nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the cast was wonderful. Ed Asner, he hadn't, um, I don't know that he'd made a movie for a while, and he's got this grumpy, rough, (laughs) take charge, like the guy that was on the Mary Tyler Moore show, the... Mm -hmm. The editor, <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, Jeez. and a manager. So he's got that kind of manner, and even though he kids people with it and still acts gruff to other people, we know that um, he's telling you he loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he really has a heart of gold, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, did... and, and Tyson's a bad guy, and he plays a bad guy beautifully. Yes, he does. <laughs> Yeah, he's, but there again, he's such a nice guy. You, you wouldn't expect it from him. <laughs> you would not, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, would you have ever thought when you made your first movie, which was was April Love, correct? Am I right with that? No, the first was the first teen musical. People hardly know that. It was um, Bernadine. Oh, okay, okay. Bernadine yeah. was originally a, a, a stage play by a woman named Margaret Chase. And it did well without music. It was just a, a, a movie about young people, mainly kids, high school kids, who made up a fantasy woman they called her Bernadine. Mm-hmm. Well, when they decided to make a movie of it, and they had me come out, and, and uh, I, I was having hit records, but I hadn't done any film and didn't ever expect to. But I came out and did a screen test. They liked what they saw. I was sort of emulating or trying to create a young Bing Crosby, uh-huh. a teenage Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and it worked, and uh, they liked it, and so they they cast me in the lead role in Bernadine, and, and it was the first teen musical in that it was about teenagers, kids still in high school. Some, none of us was still in high school, but... But we were young enough to look like maybe we were, right? Yeah. And um, and and it's a, about teens, uh, and it's starring some teens and with music. Johnny Mercer, oh yes. a great songwriter, wrote the songs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and in fact, my it was one of my early gold records. Oh Bernadine, yes. Oh 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 Bernadine, I can tell by the let's see beautiful shape for the shape you're in or something <laughs> i've forgotten the first words but uh anyway uh, that was the first and april love was next yeah now when you made those movies did you ever think that when you were 80 years old that you were in your 80s that you would still be making movies never no i even in those days i thought that what was happening was just a fluke and i was going to wind up being a school teacher english school teacher and perhaps like some of the teacher role models I had, a minister, maybe be a, a minister of a church locally, preaching on Sundays, and of course having pastoral duties during the week, but but teaching school, teaching English in a high school. My purpose was to spend my life, as I was looking at it then, 
trying to help young people uh, head in the right direction because some Christian teachers were doing that for me. And I thought, well, that's the best way I could spend my life, Mm -hmm. be a teacher-preacher. So when I was making movies and having hit records in those first two or three crazy years, I was still in college at uh, at first North Texas State, then Columbia University where I graduated, magna cum laude, thinking when I graduated I was going to apply for a teaching job uh, at some high school somewhere and Mm -hmm. raise my family. My wife thought it was fabulous. She looked forward to having such a quiet, ordered life with me as a school teacher. But, boy, that's not what she got. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing, the, the, the career you've had. I mean, you've had your own TV shows. You've had your own, uh, uh, you know, of course, hit records and, and movies and everything like that. It's, it's just yeah. amazing. Uh, and time seems to fly by. <laughs> it really does. In fact, I, people will say, I met you at the, um, oh, I don't know, the Ohio State Fair in 1962 remember i i said no wait a minute <laughs> my memory will right. not permit me to go to back to 1962 <laughs> but i tell you one thing in the earliest days of my career while i was having one hit record after another uh, i headlined the indiana state fair and that was 19 i think 56 1956, uh, and I was the headliner and a great big state fair. Eventually, I made the movie State Fair, and then uh, the movie State Fair was based, I think, on a film called Home in Indiana way back before that. Then it became a Broadway play, Rodgers and Hammerstein, and, um, and, and Will Rogers was in the original film. So all of that to say that as I'm... Uh, headlining at the Indiana State Fair in 1956 had little idea that in 2006 I would be asked to come back 50 years later Wow! and headline that same fair again. And I think that I'm the only entertainer, I've never known of another, who could say he headlined the same venue or the same event 50 years apart. Jeez, that, that's incredible. 50 <laughs> years apart. And that was... 2006. This is almost 2000. That was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I told him, the audience, big, big sold out crowd. And I said, I hope you'll have me back uh, 50 years from now. Jeez. And I said, you may have to bring me in a box and stand me up over by the piano. <laughs> and they, they said they would. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's amazing because there's not a lot of performers who has Every generation knows of, I mean, I mean, a lot of, you know, everybody knows your music. I mean, obviously, you know, you were one of the biggest uh, musical acts back in the 50s, you know, for yeah. sure. But then some people will remember you. Myself, I always remember you for your movie, um, The Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> and then I was telling somebody at, at work that I was going to have you on my show, and they said, oh, he did... Uh, in a metal mood, uh, no more than Mr. Oh, nice yeah, guy. Oh yeah, that album of heavy metal songs. Right in the nineties. Uh, that was ninety-seven. I think. Right. Yes, and then you know, and then of course now you have a new movie that's coming out, so people will remember you for that. I mean, actually three new. I'm in. I'm in God's Not Dead too. Oh yeah. Okay. As well, I play again an eighty-year-old 
character on a walker, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I play singles tennis still, but <laughs> but, um, but I can act like I'm semi indisposed, right? And so I I played uh, play an important role in God's Not Dead too. Then Boonville Redemption. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really, I I really brag about that film and my part in it. And then I've done another one called Cowgirl Story. Um, and, and goodness, the young actress, oh, I've let her name slip. That's one thing happening to me now. Sometimes I, I get uh, hazy. Mm-hmm. about oh, Madison, her last name's Madison. I, I think maybe her first name is Blair. Or Bailey, Bailey, I think. Bailey Madison. Mm-hmm. And she's a teen, uh, you know, well-known to teens for a couple films. And she plays a cowgirl. Uh, going to an urban school, and they make fun of her until they find out what she can do on on horseback. Mm-hmm. And her mom is a helicopter pilot in in Afghanistan, and her dad is in the Rangers in the army, both uh, really dangerous military jobs. And then, in the course of the film, her mom in the helicopter shot down and and. She's missing in action, and the dad gets wounded and his leg nearly blown off. And suddenly there's great empathy for her, and uh, they decide to put on a a horse show uh, to raise money for wounded veterans, and it might include one or more of her parents. And the kids at school start trying to learn how to do things that she does as easily as, as getting up in the morning and brushing her teeth. And, uh, and they find out how hard some of these uh, horsey activities are, <laughs> but they put on uh, a great show, raise a lot of money. Of course, there's a happy ending mm-hmm. at the film. Yeah. So I get to play a retired Marine chaplain and recite the 23rd Psalm at the end of the uh, film. And that's why I took the part, because uh, it's not a big budget film. But it's a very worthy one, and, and I think, you know, the kind of films I used to make, the whole family could go see them together. Right. Yes. Nobody yeah. was going to be embarrassed or confused. It was uh, it was family fair, and that's when Hollywood was at its best. Mm-hmm. And so I got in on that. Now, this that's what these three films are that I've done. Yeah. yeah. Now, and I'm getting more scripts. Really? Wow. Yep. Gee. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, Boonville Redemption um, is a Western, like you said. Uh, Yeah. And I was trying to think, were you back in the 50s and 60s? Did you do any Westerns back then? No. No, I never did. And I always regretted that. Uh, Elvis and Ricky Nelson both did Mm -hmm. Westerns. Yeah. And uh, and and Glenn Campbell too. Yeah. But but I never got to to do a western, and I'd love to you know, been one of those guys with the spurs, jingle jangle jingle, and <laughs> and the and the big uh, Colt forty four at his side, and 
Yeah. That kind of stuff would have been fun. Yeah. It didn't happen. Wow. Huh. So and now I get to play the old doc. Right, yeah, yeah. And the the other show I was going to say that you've, you've been on uh, that people probably remember you for was last year. I think you were on Shark Tank, weren't you? I sure was. Made the biggest deal in the history of Shark Tanks to this moment. Really? Wow. Uh, Five million uh, for the 50% of the first plant to be built in Hawaii to, to create the car that runs on air, mm-hmm. H- highly compressed air. It's a real good technology. It's happening. The big uh, car company in India, Tata Motors, is beginning manufacture and marketing of this car just for India. But I got involved with the company that has the rights to do it in the States. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I mean, goodness, you, you can, with compressed air, you can generate tremendous power. And, of course, the fuel, air, is free, mm-hmm, yeah. and it's environmentally perfect. There's no exhaust of anything except more air, and it's uh, it's inexpensive. It's easy to have, and it's environmentally perfect. So it is a car for the future, but I'm taking enough for another uh, channel, another way to go now. Oh, wow. That's, that's a shame. The car is going to happen. It's real. Yeah. Jeez. Huh. Well, Pat, you're like the Energizer Bunny. You never stop, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, my own wife says she feels like sometimes she married triplets and she wishes two of them would go away, go away get lost. And But I'm just eclectic in my interests, and I've arrived at a time in my life where I can initiate things, do things, still recording. I did uh, two nights in a big hotel in Las Vegas about two weeks ago sold out, uh, just came from St. Charles, Illinois, uh, did my show. My daughter Debbie joined me oh, wow. and, and did the nice. opening uh, half of the show, and I did the second half, and we wound up singing together at the end. But I'm doing concerts and wow. and uh, movies and playing tennis and and still in with business interests and Jeez. charitable things. I mean, I yeah, very, very active. Yeah, that's good. Staying active shows that... that- that, that'll that keep you going. Yep, yep. I think it keeps me much younger than the calendar says I am. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Well, Pat, I, I know we we're limited on time here, but uh, I want to uh, finish up with two final questions. Mm-hmm. It'll take us away from all the things that you've done, all the things that you are doing, and, of course, Boonville Redemption, which everybody should be looking for on DVD uh-huh. and video on demand on November 8th. Uh, but uh, I wanted to ask you, when uh, actually, it's three questions, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, first off, what do you watch on TV? What are your favorite shows now and of the past, and what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, right now it's football. <laughs> yeah, okay. Even though the baseball season that hasn't concluded, and uh, but I'm already into the two teams I watch in pro football: Jacksonville and Nashville, because I was born in Jacksonville and. Nashville now has the Titans, uh, but I I love football. I like uh, college football as well. I, I watch a lot of Fox News uh, because even though I read newspapers, some people have given up doing that, and I read books as well. But but uh, I like to stay up to the minute news-wise. I'm very active politically, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm telling people to forget the candidates, vote the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, I, right now, 70 percent 
of American voters don't like either candidate, but mm-hmm. one of them is going to be president. That's right. So I quote the uh, legendary Mae West, who was uh, a very questionable character but had some street smarts, and she she uh, said, whenever I have to choose between two evils, I go with the one I haven't tried yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so we we know what one candidate is because uh, it's a female, and we've, we've had 30 years to be involved with her and to see what she does and what she plans for the future if she's elected. And at 70, I shudder to think that our generals and admirals would be uh, taking commands from a 70-year-old woman, uh, even a 70-year-old man, but a, but a 70-year-old woman who the FBI, uh, Comey, verified had been untruthful sloppy careless as secretary of state and now she wants to be president so and also she's for a lot of things that most americans are not for mm-hmm. like abortion on demand and uh, and not preserving same, the marriage as it has always been throughout human history things like this but the other candidate is a loose cannon we know but the the congress is the equal power to the president, exactly. Yeah. There are three, the separation of, of powers, and uh, not only that, but Congress has the purse strings and can stop a runaway or renegade president, if we had one, from doing things the Constitution doesn't allow. And uh, so I'm saying, look at the platforms, and if you want a very liberal state, very secular, very world think, uh, and certainly not traditional, really, in any any way. Or then vote Democrat if you want. Uh, uh, if you want a platform that compels the president to pursue a constitutional, economically better or sound uh, program, uh, secure the borders, have a stronger military, uh, and and have Congress at least equal to the presidency, so that the president can't make all kinds of crazy executive orders without even consulting Congress, mm-hmm. then you have to go with the Republican platform. So decide not between the candidates. If they were Attila the Hun and Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> it wouldn't matter as long as the platform is solid and Congress has some backbone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. so that's the way I'm thinking and advising people, and, and I, stay, I do stay politically active. Yeah. What about movies? What are your favorite movies of all time? Well, of course, I mean, everybody loved Gone with the Wind. I, I, um, I liked a film I did called The Cross and the Switchblade, mm-hmm. yeah. a true story about David Wilkerson. And, um, and then I loved Field of Dreams. Ah. And I mention a film in my shows. I wrote a song called You and I about my wife and me and, and other couples that have been married a long time, in our case, we're just about to wind up our 63rd year of marriage, wow. and um, and just that's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, there's a book and a film called The Notebook, yep. and James Garner and Gina Rowland played the two main characters in the movie. Yep. And as a member of the Academy, I, I voted uh, to, to get them both nominated for Academy Awards. It didn't happen, but it's about two young people who loved each other very much, but their lives took them in different directions, and eventually they do get back together, 
but they're old people now, and she's in a, um, um, well, really a, a daycare center mm-hmm. or a, a retirement place, and she's slipping away, uh, losing her memory. Yeah. She at first knows him, and they are so rhapsodic that they are finally together after all those years, but then there are times that she doesn't know him, mm-hmm. but yeah. he knows her, and that's all that matters, and they... They spend their last days together. Very emotional. Oh, yes. Very tear-jerking film. And I wrote a song called You and I about my wife and I because we were identifying with those two characters. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, Yeah, that is a good movie. That is a good movie. Yeah. Well... Pat, I want to finish up with, like I said, one final question, mm-hmm. um, and it's a, it can be a short one. It's basically mm-hmm. I, I read something on the internet, and you know, there's all you never know what is true and what's not true. Yeah. But um, did you originally start out in the business by winning uh, Ted Max Original Amateur yeah, Hour? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That was the that was the forerunner of shows like the American Idol. Oh the yeah. Voice. And the viewers uh, week to week would would choose the winners with cards and letters. It was on a Saturday night, and, and if you got the most cards and letters votes from the uh, the viewers, then you would come back for another week. Mm-hmm. And and I was on three weeks in a row, and that qualified me for the finals against other three-time winners when and if that happened, because it didn't happen often that uh, anybody would win three weeks in a row. So I did win three weeks, and then before... There were enough others for there to be a uh, a showdown between <laughs> between all the three-time winners. Uh, Shirley and I got married at 19. I moved from Nashville to Denton, Texas, and was on my way to being a school teacher preacher. I thought when I got a call from New York to come back for the finals against the other three-time winners, and they told me I was winning in the card and letter vote. But while I was waiting in New York for the result. I went on Arthur Godfrey's talent scout show. Arthur Godfrey was the king of TV then, and uh, he had the show uh, uh, called Talent Scout. And I won that show on a Monday night, and that disqualified me from winning the amateur show the following Saturday. You can't be a professional on Monday and an amateur on Saturday. And so I, I, I thought I had blown every chance I ever would have. But on my way back to Denton, Texas, I stopped off in Nashville to see my folks. I met Randy Wood of Dot Records. He he said he thought I ought to make a record or two. I said I was happy to think about that, but I had to get home. We were about to have our first child, and I went back to Denton. It was eight months before he called me. I thought he'd forgotten all about me, but he called, and he sent me a ticket, and I flew to Chicago and made a record. It was a top ten million seller called Two Hearts, Two Kisses, the next record was Ain't That a Shame, a number one million seller. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was never off the charts for 220 consecutive weeks. Wow. <laughs> so it all happened quickly, but it started with the Ted Mac Amateur Hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. boy. That, that's incredible. I remember that show. I, it, I, was, I was young, but I, I do remember the show. And, uh... <laughs> well, it was, it was just as captivating in its own way, except it, it wasn't all singers. Right. Like uh, America's Got Talent, or well, of course, America's Got Talent isn't just singers either, mm-hmm. but but uh, uh, The Voice and um, uh, American Idol mm-hmm. uh, certainly all were singers, and uh, and but the Ted Mac Amateur Hour 
they featured people like a one-legged tap dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to be good if you only had <laughs> one foot. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, there was one one arm piano player. Wow. And, the, and Ann Margaret was on when she was just a teenager from Illinois. And she got beat out that night by a guy playing uh, classical melody on a leaf in his hands. Wow. <laughs> and, and and people were just fascinated to want to see him do it again, so they voted him back the next week, and Margaret went back to Illinois. But then uh, she did all right after that. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Pat, it, it has truly been an honor to have you on the show, and I wish you luck with uh, uh, Boonville Redemption, and people should go out and see that movie, get yeah, the movie. Yeah, please grab that DVD, because we need, not only is it entertaining, and I think... I think it's entertaining, and the whole family can see it, which is rare. But we need to encourage people who go to the trouble and the huge expense and risk of making faith-based films, family-friendly films. We need to support them, let them know that they can at least make their money back if they make a good film that our whole family wants to go see together, and this is one of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Pat. Okay, Brian. Such an honor to have Pat Boone joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. A big thank you going out to him for joining us to talk about his new movie, Booneville Redemption. And as he said, he's got several other movies coming out. But Booneville Redemption is coming to DVD and video on demand on, let's see, November 8th. So be sure to check that out. Stars Pat Boone, Ed Asner, Diane Ladd. You don't want to miss it. It's a good film, good western. And uh, he's got more coming. So what can we say? Hopefully we'll get him on here again at On Screen and Beyond. He's so, so young and energetic for, for a person in their 80s, and he just keeps going. Like I said, he's like the Energizer Bunny. Well, that's it. That is our holiday movie preview here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, be sure to check out those movies and a whole lot of other ones, too. We'll give you, uh, next week, we'll give you an update as far as what's coming out in November. Uh, some of them will be the ones we've already mentioned, but, of course, there's so many other movies that come out that you just don't want to miss. So keep, uh, keep looking out for those, and, uh, of course, we'll give you the information on as many as we can. So that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Uh -huh.